At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Spending time on Lincoln Live today with the vice chair of the Lincoln City Council, Tom Beckius. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Dale. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. For full disclosure to our listeners, Tom and I are talking on Friday morning because Tom will be leaving Lincoln for almost the rest of July. Uh, You'll be out of town going to Harvard. Yes, that's right, folks. Not Harvard, Nebraska, but Harvard University. Uh, And because Tom is vice chair acting as the leader for the city council because chair Tammy Ward is still out recovering from a traffic crash. I got to ask you, Tom, what's the procedure for the chair and the vice chair to both be gone? Who runs a city council meeting? Well, you you know, that's that's a great question. And I can't remember a, a time when this has necessarily happened before, but uh, what what what's going to happen? City city charter doesn't give us great direction, but uh, what's going to happen on Monday is that the the city council is going to elect a temporary chair for the next three w- weeks to run the show, so that you know there's still good order and, and organization to the city council. Um, you know, the nice thing about the city council is that there's only seven of us. We all work in concert with each other, so you know, having one of us step into a, a chair role. Uh, when need be, really isn't a, a, a huge deal for us. Um, but, of course, it's certainly necessary to the process. And it's noteworthy, the fact that for three consecutive city council meetings, there will be someone leading the meeting other than the chair or the vice chair. Perhaps a little ordinary. It's not as if the, the city council chair has you know the same um, authority as, as other chairs maybe do in other uh, governmental bodies. It's it's really just more running the the show administratively. It's not as if they're setting the agenda or anything like that. So, uh, really, just more of a uh, a referee, if you will, and and making sure things get done and signed in a timely fashion. <laughs> Why are you going to Harvard? Um, so I have the opportunity to study at Harvard for the next three weeks um, as a part of a, a Harvard Executive Series built towards. Uh, uh, engaging and and, and uh, building leaders uh, um, on the state and local level. So uh, I'm going to be going there studying with a guy named David King. David is a well-renowned uh, uh, expert when it comes to uh, building leaders uh, who do municipal and state-level work. Um, he has a, a great resume. It's a great program. I'm really looking forward to participating in it so I can continue to grow my skills so I can help continue to contribute to, uh, you know, running the city uh, in the best way possible. Tom, I think that's amazing. Harvard is an intense place to learn on a short-term basis. But in, in my opinion, if you're not a student, going to Harvard and studying for three weeks is a big deal. Well, you know, I, I had a call with them uh, just earlier this week, Dale, and they said to me, hey, this is Harvard. This is not watered down um, just because it's a short seminar. So get ready. And uh, that'll make you sweat. That's for sure. 
Tom Becky is joining me for the conversation here on Lincoln Live. Let's turn to some city business, Tom. Uh, most people listening to us have no idea of the services of the bridge, a place where people who have been arrested for drunken driving, for example, public intoxication, maybe mental health issues, where they go. The bridge is facing some serious staffing shortages already. The Lancaster County Sheriff's Office and the State Patrol have had their contracts uh, expire, those ex- expirations on June 30th. Lincoln Police contract expires on September 30th. So tell us what you know, Tom, about what's being done to prevent that contract from expiring. Well, you know, the bridge has provided a vital service to the Lincoln and Lancaster County communities for decades and decades. And that service is and needing some sort of um, place to take folks who are intoxicated that may be a danger to themselves or others is still going to be a needed service. Now, the bridge has run into staffing issues. You know, it's becoming harder and harder for everyone in our community, whether you're uh, a private business or a public institution, to get the employees that you need. And that certainly includes nursing as well. And so, you know, some vital uh, people at the bridge, those positions have not been able to be fulfilled. But we still need the the city, the county, we still need some place to take people who are intoxicated. So um, I believe that the uh, your listeners probably are already aware that the the county jail has been working toward a, a finding a solution in that regard. The Lancaster County Board of Commissioners has allocated, I believe it's $2 million to help um, set up a, a program and find a solution long-term while I think the, the county and the city both go through a transitional phase of, of what do we do after the bridge? Uh, because we know that those people don't belong in jail. That's not the appropriate place for, for, for people that are simply intoxicated. Uh, but we need to find that right fit, whatever it is. I'm not sure what that is at this point in time, um, but I know that that work continues uh, with the administration and the county board to try to determine what that right fit is. You're correct, Tom. The county has set aside $2 million in ARPA funding to address the issue. Uh, Tammy Stevenson, who's the director of the bridge, would like to see steps taken that would uh, review the statute that was uh, enacted back in 1979 dictating how civil protective custody is used. And boy, Lincoln has grown a lot since 1979. So in your opinion, is it time to examine and explore maybe an alternative to or an addition to the bridge? You know, I think those conversations are happening in our community right now. And I think all those conversations make a lot of sense. Lincoln's model of, of, um, of the work that the bridge has, has been doing was a good model for decades and decades, but is uh, on some levels no longer considered to be a best practice, if you will, uh, in terms of how do we adequately deal with folks that are um, having perpetual addiction issues. Um, we're not talking about one-offs. Uh, we're not talking about folks that may drink too much at a football game and, and need to sober up for a few hours, but how, how do we deal with folks that have ongoing addiction issues um, that may not be best served by the services that the bridge had been providing, uh, you know, that being specifically going through a cycle of uh, drunkenness and sobriety back and forth. Um, there's a lot of new evidence uh, suggesting that's maybe not the best course of action. So a lot of good discussion still needs to take place to figure out what those next steps are. 
City Council Vice Chair Tom Becky is with me for the conversation on Lincoln Live. Tom, your LinkedIn bio shows you a very strong interest in commercial real estate, including owner and broker for Nebraska Brokerage LLC. So keep that hat on. Uh, you have to be pleased with redevelopment planned for Bishop Heights and Golds downtown during a time when inflation is is always part of the conversation. So as a realtor, as someone who is interested in commercial development, to what extent is commercial development being hit by inflation these days? Well, you know, I think right now the the temporary um, jump in, in interest rates, well, I hope they're temporary, but they're probably not temporary. But the, the recent dr- uh, jump in interest rates, I think, is having an effect on pricing when it comes to commercial real estate, first and foremost. I don't think it necessarily indicates that there's less money in the system for investment. Uh, but those investments, uh, those investors are going to have to tighten their belts a little bit more when it comes to, to those deals that they're looking at. Now, Lincoln has always been very blessed with um, conservative investors. Uh, who want to make sure that their projects work. The redevelopment of Bishop Heights is a prime example of uh, an area in Lincoln that could use a refresh. It's it's a great part of town, uh, but, you know, those improvements have run their course, and it's time for something new. And I think that the neighborhood's pretty darn excited, too, to have a, uh, a brand-new uh, development there. It, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it, Dale. It's it's pretty darn a good looking, uh, about 200,000 square feet of commercial space, uh, a hotel, possibly if the market would dictate that that is a possibility of that location. And then some, uh, pretty nice, uh, apartment housing as well. So a great setup there at Bishop Heights, um, on the, uh, gold building redevelopment, as you know, that's the third iteration of a plan a developer has come forward with. I think this one might stick. Um, we're looking at a, a redevelopment of the core of the gold building to, to be uh, turned into a hotel, but then also the uh, removal of the southern end of the gold building as well, which is in not as great of a condition as the other part of the building, and a reimagining as to what the rest of that block could look like long term. Tom, I go back to uh, 1985 when there was a commercial federal office there and shopco both at bishop heights so sure (laughs) yeah it was was due for a facelift due for a facelift just enough time here tom to talk about pershing center uh fortunately a campaign to raise money to remove the pershing center mosaic was successful that that huge art piece uh has to come down before demolition of the building is that still set to is that on track for october demolition you know, as far the last I heard, Dale, that's correct. Okay. I think a, a part of it will be dependent on how quickly those folks can get that mural down. Now, of course, I I want to make sure that that mural extraction does not delay redevelopment. Yeah. Uh, here's an opinion I'll ask you, Tom. Uh, yep. Talk of the mosaic being cleaned up and then reassembled at the Lancaster Event Center fairgrounds, or I get the sense there's momentum building for having the mural erected at Pioneers Park, maybe near Pinewood Bowl, so event goers can admire it when they attend concerts and plays. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I don't, uh, I, I don't have a strong opinion one way or another, I guess. Um, you know, what I will say is that the, the city had determined at one point that the mural was 
maybe not of interest long term to the city. And so I think that that original philosophy probably should be carried out. That's my personal opinion, um, you know, so that we, the city doesn't retain ongoing um, financial commitment to that mural. We'll resume our regular conversations in August. I'm anxious to hear what you picked up at Harvard. Tom Becky is joining me for the conversation on Lincoln Live.